Hello and welcome back to Self-Care Repair, a 25-minute podcast on mental well-being for the mind. My name is Harris Turner and I am here to put some insights into common self-care problems everyone experiences and employing science to not only understand, but also to use the info for improving our lives. Today we'll be looking into motivation and the factors that slow us down from being motivated. Let's face it, everybody procrastinates. I procrastinate, you procrastinate, even your hardworking parents procrastinate if you have parents that is of course we may not want to admit it but we have all had those i'll do it later moments in our lives whether that be a personal project an assignment that is due the next week or the one show video game or book that you'll do tomorrow or next week or next month and so on it could be a huge restriction on things we want to do in the future, but we do it anyways. But wait, Harris, I can hear you say, isn't this episode about motivation? And you'd be totally right. But you must remember, my dear listener, that motivation, like procrastination, are two sides of the same coin. Motivation affects procrastination and vice versa. They're like siblings. As bad as that analogy is, it's kind of true. They fight over who gets the most attention. They are pretty much similar. They affect each other. So what does motivation offer and how can we procrastinate less in our lives? Let's get into it. So what exactly is the science behind procrastination and motivation? Well, it's hard to look at because these are a lot more mental stuff, but the main science behind procrastination and motivation are two different things, but they're also very similar at the same time. Again, they are siblings. Now, procrastination is deeply theorized to be based around our ancestors who lived day to day, which, thinking about the now, was much more important than long-term goals which we had less of a chance of achieving. But somewhere, somehow, this gene stayed, which in our day-to-day lives affects us greatly because we are not living, always living in the now. Motivation, however, is much more simpler in terms of what it goes underneath the hood. A lot of what motivates us is risks and rewards. And it is shown that those who are offered more reward when doing a simple task, are more likely to do it better or last longer. However, this doesn't go for the things that are harder. This is because of how much harder it is for the same prize or same reward when there's a much higher risk. Um, this, of course, varies, but harder tasks with a higher reward has less motivation since your brain focuses on not getting that reward. In another study, a teacher splits two groups of kids into figuring out puzzles. 
which ranked from easy to hard. And both were able to, to complete the puzzles around the same rate. What happened next was interesting for me. The teacher then told one group that they were smart, while telling the other group that they are hard-working. One group that was told that they were smart ironically did more easy puzzles, as well as tried the hard puzzles less, and completed less of them as well, compared to the first time that they did it. And when they were asked their thoughts after the second round of puzzles, a good majority of them said that they found the puzzles not for them, or just simply wasn't fun or it was boring. On the other side of the coin, kids who were told that they were hard workers not only focused much more time on the harder puzzles, but puzzled time overall. And when they were asked, they said that they actually enjoyed it and found that because they are hard working, they can go through with the tasks much easier. This theory is called the Locust Rule, and it goes into how uh, what you're told can also have an effect on how much you are motivated or the percentage of how much you are motivated when doing tasks. These mental tricks show that there's more than meets the eye on how random these parts of motivation can be when it comes to what people tell you and what you tell yourself. Now, motivation is a tricky thing. It's not something that you can just work on, like your attention, your diet, or other habits, or, you know, working out, or etc, etc. It's just something that kind of happens. Sometimes it's in the morning, other times it's at 3 a.m. It's that one friend that they're like a pretty fun guy, then they help you with your work, but they, they're just too busy. They're just not there at all times. So like motivation is so sporadic that we can't really just say, oh, I'll work on being more motivated for five days. However, you can increase the chances to be more motivated and decrease something that we need less in our life, which is procrastination. Now, like I said before, procrastination and motivation go hand to hand since one affects the other. If you aren't motivated, then you're going to be procrastinating, and vice versa. And this, of course, depends on person to person. There are people out there who are motivated all the time, who are always on top of everything, and there's people who barely can get out of bed. And that being said, you know, it, it, it all just depends on who you are as a person, and different methods work for different people. Different things motivate us. You know, for some, that may be a assignment and fishing that up, and but for others, going to assignments is so much harder. They would rather, you know, be playing video games. And there's nothing wrong with playing video games. It's it's what we find the most easy to do. It's what we find the most. So of course, you know, for some people, finishing that game or finishing that book, or finishing that movie, or whatever, is much more harder to do than to just work, or to just, you know, sit around. And it, it all, all just depends um, on what motivates you. You know, 
get, you got to ask yourself, how do, what motivates me? What motivates me the most? And how can I reward myself with what motivates me? You know, what do I enjoy? That should be your reward. And obviously, you shouldn't use reward too much because, you know, that will create unhealthy habits where you're just having reward after reward for doing simple tasks. And that isn't exactly the most healthy thing out there. And, you know, rewards can differ. Again, it's, dep it's what you like. Find the most simplest thing. It could be as simple as, I really like gum, and if I do a paragraph of work, let's just say, I'll have one, you know, one stick of gum. And that's, it could be just as simple as that. And it could, it could even be, you know, a social interaction. I know that social interactions are a lot more harder. Either way, you just need to ask yourself, why am I not doing this? Um, it's a part of our nature not to do this because, you know, it, it's harder things tend to, you know, not be as dopamine dumping as giving, doing these easy things. So like when you give yourself rewards, you can feel a bit more relaxed and motivated to continue doing more work instead of saying, oh, I'm bored, you know, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. That's not the mentality that you should have. You should have, if I'll do this work, then I can reward myself. And again, this may not work for everybody. It shouldn't work for everybody because if it did, then that would be terrifying. <laughs> that would just make us all robots and we're not robots, we're humans. And obviously, sometimes there is days where you cannot do anything. You cannot think, you cannot write a single sentence, you know, like doing, studying is just completely useless. You know, Netflix seems a lot more nicer and better way to spend your time than, you know, trying to finish, you know, this long essay or trying to start it uh, or, you know, anything in between. And that, that's fine. Some days, that's fine. But you just need to acknowledge that that you you have to eventually get around to doing it. As long as you're you try to go back to it the next day, that will work as well. And you know that that, that can be considered as procrastination, well, like you know. But as long as it's all about that balance, you kind of just need to ask yourself on those days, why am I not doing this? Does the work seem too long, too hard? Maybe it's something completely different. And, you know, that's always a good way, again, like I said, to start off and review the information that you have. And it can be abundance of different answers. And another thing I think that people really don't realize is environmental factors also play into how well we are motivated. It's important to have a space that works for you. Obviously, some people don't ha like having a completely clean space because then their mind wanders a bit more and there's nothing to fidget with so they, you know, fall asleep like I do <laughs> um, when, you know, they're studying. And of course, it's really hard because, you know, we're all currently studying from home um, and working from home and it's all the same. 
and it's just finding that time to maybe even just change your environment every now and then get you know a glass of water or you know getting just a walk around the house or you know just going outside and taking a walk even if you can't take a walk then just mixing up your your day is enough for me I think because if you're doing the same thing again and again the same hard things then and you're not mixing anything up but of course it's going to take a lot more time to wrap your head around getting work done because everything is hard and you're not getting that like that interaction that your brain needs there, there's a few things you can do to um, you know better your workspace area you need to just um, you need to think about your space and how it can be bettered say you want to work out but you can't seem to get around to it I've had this issue and you just need to create a space that's more integrated with what you do. It's everywhere in your life, then, and you have nothing else to do, then of course you're going to do it, because that's just how the brain kind of works. Um, if it's away from where you are, and isn't in close proximity, then you're going to do a lot less. And it, this works for almost everything. You know, say you're an artist, and you want to finish out one drawing, you know, say it's a commission or something, and you just can't seem to get into the mood of drawing or just can't seem to get things done and you're just getting distracted because, you know, this this heart, this hand, you know, hands are kind of the artist's um, pain and suffering. Um, how about, like, setting up space with inspirations and stuff that would make your drawing life easier? Um... And th this can work for a million different things. It's just making your it easier to focus on one thing if you take away all the other things. Because your mind is like, well, I have to do this now. I, I know that not everybody has the space or the time or the money. But even the smallest thing can make a difference. Such as removing your phone, for example. I've mentioned this before. Or even putting up a schedule on your wall to just remind you that you know, I might get into in uh, future episodes. Not only that, but even just finding a quiet space for you to think is better than nothing. What works for you will differ from how you, what you learn, how you learn, what makes you procrastinate, what makes you motivated, and your classes. You know, for example, there's certain classes that take more time to study and to look over. Some are just reading, some are not. Some are just physical work, some are just labs. So you don't really have to think about that that much. Um, but it, it, it always helps to minimize as much as possible the amount of time that you procrastinate because maybe, you know, it's, it's all about finding that balance. You know, maybe some noise is fine. Maybe some music can help me concentrate. Um, music for me helps a lot um, to get some stuff out. While for others, music is too distracting, they just need complete silence, just to work. Um, and let's be clear, these aren't ways to completely be procrastinated less. I don't know if that's a word, but having less procrastination in your life and removing it, you know, like OxyClean or something, like one of those products, but just simply making ways to make it harder to procrastinate. And use that time for when you're motivated to be more motivated 
you again motivation is sporadic but you can increase the chances of being more motivated now i've had a pretty bad relationship with motivation and procrastination truth be told i procrastinate much more than i should like i previously stated before and you know it takes a toll um on how much productivity gets done throughout the day even the script I, was something I probably should have wrote much quicker than I should have, truth be told, while sometimes I think I'm good at not procrastinating. I'm probably not. Um, I mean, I'm much better than some, but I know that there's definitely some improvements and things I probably should get done way quicker than I <laughs> think I should have. Um, and it's all down to uh, routines, you know. Um, if, if I have an early class, of course, I'm gonna wake up a lot earlier to get things done a lot quicker. And, you know, that just doesn't happen. There's nothing like a spring course or, you know, when it comes to actual breaks or other later classes, because there's no urgency. There's no time to be like, oh, I'll write until this or I'll study until this because when you have no schedule set up, there's no, well, little schedule that's set up and just huge generalizations in your day, then of course you're not gonna do things that you, that you don't really want to do, but you have to do. And there's some things that you want to do, but you just seem you can't do. And that's the thing that, that comes with a lot with me is that I really love making podcasts. I really love doing this, but the problem is I, just need that little bit of motivation to keep writing and I have a tough time starting and finishing things because I don't really know what to start with so I don't sound too generic or too out of touch or whatever may be the issue or just doing a bit of more research um, and my posting times are pretty sporadic I, I just usually just finish post when it's finished versus when it should be due um, I should probably spend a lot less time on the internet, mainly, you know, YouTube and the news. The news is one thing because I always want to look at the world, even if it's bad news, because news is just news for me. Um, I just see what, you know, I'd rather keep myself educated and informed about certain subjects than just waiting until someone tells me, which, you know, I can take it from my own biases, take it, oh, here's what I think versus taking it from someone else on how they think. But that takes a toll because I'm constantly just checking and checking all these different websites. And that takes a lot of time out of your day. And YouTube is another thing because the, it, there's an endless catalog of videos that you can just go through again and again and again. And it's, it's just an endless stream because people upload every single day. There, there's just... I guess there's something so comfy about not doing work. There's also something so worrying, but at the same time, it's it's kind of like this weird limbo where I get into, oh, you know, I need to work on this right now, I need to do it, but I'll finish this YouTube video first. And that, that that's not a good thought. It, it's, I, I, it's just then keeping away from distractions, to be honest, for me, once I get into that groove, if I'm being honest. Um, and you know, finishing is harder for me as well because you know, starting you can just kind of create different sections and planning out. But with finishing, it's like I don't know what to finish with. It's it's just 
am I finished? How much should I be finished for? How much word should I be for? But, you know, it, it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> uh, eventually, I'll be able to walk the walk and um, actually follow the advice that I've given uh, you, the listener, today in this podcast. And I, I just guess I'll see what the future holds for me because, after all, one of the things that humans are worse at than keeping peace is predicting the future. Setbacks or not, I think I've got my way of handling things and if I keep that up, I think I'll manage. I think we'll all manage in the end. Uh, with that, with enough time, I think I'll be able to be as productive as I wish I would be. Motivation is a weird, weird thing, and so is procrastination. Motivation is so sporadic, and yet we try to act like it's something planned, like dieting or working out. The best way to approach something so sporadic is to, well, be prepared and have plans when things don't go well. This, of course, includes how to use that motivation to your advantage when it does come. Again, this isn't a part of. Again, this isn't about having full control, but having some guidelines on how to use that surge of motivation uh, to the best of our abilities, and, to, and helping us along the way to be less distracted and more motivated. There's one thing I've learned from this is that we cannot control what makes us human. But we can use tools to polish and change how much control we can get. I'm pretty sure this will be a large motif in a lot of what I'll be talking about in this podcast. Um, we as humans often dislike having no control. And that's a pretty hard pill to swallow. Um, and I think the hard truth is that there's not a lot within ourselves that we can control, but we can guide. Obviously, there are a lot of things that you can't control, um, but there's a lot of things that even scientists do not understand or psychologists, or whatever. It's just things that just happen. And that's okay, because life is absurd. And that sounds really hippie, I'm sorry, but it's, it's true. And it's just kind of something that will, is probably a huge motif coming on later for these podcast episodes. But motivation, to get back, getting back to the point, motivation and procrastination is one of those things that we can guide. And until we learn how to possibly control them with like genetic modifications and stuff, we are just stuck with just being able to guide who we are. Again, this sounds very hippie, but 
for me to say this, but there's no definite way to handle mental issues like procrastination. So this is a subject, subject is so broad and all of what might work for me does not work for you. Um, I've said this a lot during this video, this uh, podcast, and it's just, it's just the truth. In the end, what I can do is just give advice for what I think works for me and hopefully works for you. Follow it, don't follow it, it's all up to you in the end. And this is, that's what this podcast is all about. This has been the 25-Minute Podcast Self-Care Repair with your host, Harris Turner, where I cover self-care to the best of my abilities. Today, we covered motivation and procrastination. I hope I was able to inform you about the subject the best that I could, and I hope you have learned a bit from these podcasts. And if not, I hope you are entertained. Until next time.